Thank you for joining me again for the Sunshine Satellite Story Podcast. The seasons change, and now it is time for us to change to season two. In season two, we will hear a story so odd it can only be true. But is it true? If it were true, the names would undoubtedly have to be changed to protect the guilty. We move out of the mythical Mediterranean and into the American Dirty South, a place no less dangerous and every bit as full of ghosts and dragons as Moiety and Akeda's Compass Island. Once again, the line between good and evil blurs before it solidifies in unexpected places. From prisons to backwaters, God speaks with the tongues of animals, flaming bushes, and gas station attendants. And from backwoods back into suburbia, redemption unfurls against an ever-changing backdrop of motorcycles, moonshine, and meth labs. Family takes on universal meaning, and salvation arrives in an unexpected package that comes not without sacrifice. We finished the Viking and the Princess, and now we're going to start on a new story. This story is called The Songbirds and the Grapevine, and this will only take one episode to tell this story. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. C.S. Lewis not far from here, there was a garden circled by a stone wall, and lacing through the middle of the garden was a healthy, productive grapevine. In this garden, songbirds laid their eggs in nests constructed from pieces of vine that they had clipped with their sharp beaks. The mother and father songbirds both worked hard, protecting the eggs that housed their baby birds. They would keep the eggs warm until they hatched. And then they would continue to provide warmth and love and food until the babies grew old enough to fly away and eat the grapes on the vine without help. Now, there was in this same garden a fox and a snake. The fox was tricky, fearful, but snake was cunning and evil. Although the grapevine had never failed to produce enough grapes to feed all the animals in the past, Fox was afraid of scarce resources. He worried that someday there would not be enough grapes. The old snake was everyone's enemy, plotting in the hope that he could one day utilize Fox's fear to consume the songbirds. Now, Snake was more crafty than all the animals that lived in the garden. In one late night, while the garden slept, Snake brought Fox some fermented grapes to eat. While Fox ate, Snake uncoiled an evil plot. The songbirds knew that Fox and Snake were not their allies, but they did esteem their world of wisdom. They knew that Snake could perceive when frosts were coming, and that Fox was full of gossip about events happening in distant fields. So when Fox and Snake went to the songbirds heralding impending destruction, they listened from a distance at what they had to say. 
Snake explained that an unexpected frost would kill most of the grapevine. Well, Fox warned that there would not be enough grapes to sustain the flock in the spring. The songbirds knew that the grapevine had never failed to provide everything needed for nesting and food. Even in the cold months, the birds could eat the plentiful insects and the fallen leaves and fruits. However, fox and snake spoke with conviction, so the songbirds listened to them, and a seed of anxiety was sown. Time in the garden continued as it had. The sun rose in the east and traced a happy arch across the sky before melting into the arms of the soft summer nights in the west. The enlivening afternoon rains fell on all the animals, whether they were wise or foolish, evil or good. And in all this abundance, the songbirds forgot to remember to be afraid of scarce resources. By and by, Snake warned the songbirds again that if they did not leave the garden and go into the fields, there would not be enough food. While the songbirds continued as they had been, laying eggs and building nests to protect them, they were uneasy. Snake knew that if he wanted foxes' seeds of anxiety to sprout into fear, he would need to water the threat with more deception. Again, the evil enlarged in darkness. At night, while the songbirds were sleeping with their eggs, Fox disguised his voice to sound like an owl and he ventriloquized, Who, 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 who will adventure with me to the hills? Who will go out into the fields to gather better food? And some of the father's songbirds heard the owl call and left. Some of the fathers left because they were impressed by the wildness of the mysterious owl. Others left because they believed they would have better opportunities if they abandoned their eggs. Some fathers deserted because they saw the others forsaking their families and felt compelled to imitate. But still, the mother songbirds remained with their eggs alone in the quiet darkness. Although the tricksters had caused significant damage, they were not satisfied. Their ultimate goal was to own the entire grapevine for themselves. And again, in the night, under the deep shadow of the stone wall, they applied the final coating of corruption to their deceit. Fox found the deserted nesting mother songbirds in their individual nests. And while they were isolated, he whispered in soothing tones, Give up your egg, mother songbird. The grapevine will not produce and you will starve alone. And then Fox took each abandoned egg and gave it to Snake, who greedily swallowed it. In the barren darkness of night, Fox and Snake knew they had to act quickly. There would only be a few hours in which the mother songbirds would be bewildered and isolated enough to allow the fox to take the egg. If they waited until morning, Sunlight would illuminate the garden, and the mothers would not forfeit their egg. Fox and Snake went from nest to nest, reaching in and taking eggs from the most vulnerable of the abandoned mother songbirds. And in the morning, when the sun rose, the songbirds who had allowed Fox and Snake to take their eggs were very sad. Some of them left the garden to see if maybe there was indeed something better out in the fields. 
Snake openly congratulated Fox on his trickery. Secretly, he planned on swallowing Fox when he grew large enough for the egg gluttony. That day, in the bright sunlight, the songbirds decided to resist. That night, when Fox and Snake went from nest to nest to consume the eggs, all the remaining mother and father songbirds began to sing. They sang an ancient song, a song that was even older than Snake. They sang about the priceless value of new birth and of the treasure of an indestructible marriage. They sang about the certainty of right and wrong and the ultimate triumph of good over evil. And as the songbirds loudly sang these ancient truths, a curious thing happened. Everywhere that the birds had cut off the vine branches to build their nests, a bushel of grapes grew out. The momentum of the explosion and new growth knocked down the stone wall, which tumbled down on top of Fox and crushed him underneath. Snake fled into the fields to await another opportunity. Not one stone in the wall was left standing upon another. And at night, if you hear a songbird singing, sing along. You know that the songbirds are fighting the old snake. Make the grapevine grow by lifting up your own song. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Thank you so much for listening to this Sunshine Satellite Story Podcast. For more original stories and poetry, please visit me at my website, sunshinesatellite.com. Thank you for your encouragement through Season 1, The Viking and the Princess. I'm so appreciative of every email I've received. I never imagined that people on the other side of the world would be letting me know that they listen to my stories, much less were positively impacted by them. So thank you for all your love and support. It really means the world to me. I have a paypal.me link in the show notes if you feel inclined to donate toward my love of writing and storytelling. Donations pay for essential services such as data storage and editing programs, which helps me to create new worlds. It is certainly not a requirement, but it is a wonderfully encouraging gesture. If you'd like to share my stories, videos, book links, and podcasts, that truly helps out a lot. I have a podcast page on Facebook called Sunshine Satellite Story Podcast. Sometimes I post other art and announcements there as well. I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, so any reviews that you leave me there are much appreciated as they help to improve my position in the search engines. I am also on YouTube as Sunshine Satellite. Sales inquiries can go through the Facebook page or my email address provided underneath in the show notes at sunshine.satellite at gmail.com. You can also follow me and message me directly through the Facebook page or on my Instagram at sunshine.satellite. If you have any questions, please reach out. I'm more than happy to answer questions. And once again, I want to extend a big international thank you for listening.